Welcome to the Visceral Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Schneider. Through this podcast, I aim to bring you the most current, up-to-date research on voice science, function, pain science, movement, and everything in between. I am on a quest to learn everything I can about the living, breathing body and its intricate connection to the voice. This podcast documents the continuation of my learning and my experience as a professional singer, a nutritional consultant, a movement specialist, and a manual therapist. Join us as we strive to provide current, knowledgeable, creative, and compassionate information to help you restore, regain, and create happiness and success on your vocal journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, I am so excited because today is the launch of a program that I have been working on diligently since November with my amazing friend and colleague, Chris Kelly. Hey, Chris. Hey, it's good to see everybody. Good to see you, Christine. It's been an honor to work with you as well. We've and we put in a lot of work. Yes, we have. So to the listeners, um, for, gosh, like almost 10 months. By the time we actually start our in-person seminar, it'll be almost a year since we have been building this program. And this program is called Performance Movement Restoration, or PMR. And Chris and I have put together a comprehensive movement practice and certification program that is crafted for private voice studio practitioners and per, for professional voice users as well. So many times, I think, in the last several years, both of us have been approached by voice teachers and asked what kind of movement practice should they do to incorporate it into the voice studio? And we decided, let's go ahead and create that movement practice um, because we know what the voice user needs. So we were super excited. Um, our mission statement is fostering a thriving community dedicated to enhancing the art of voice by cultivating a deep understanding of movement and holistic body awareness thereby elevating both the vocal and overall human experience. So Chris, let's chat a little bit about what the program looks like. We're going to have in-person seminars, and then we have uh, an online component of practical sessions and of case studies. So let's start with level one. What does level one look like? Yeah. And so, so level one really came from, you know, the issue of seeing, of, you know, working with many singers and in, in our work and finding that, you know, with everything they did, they wanted to over tense and they wanted to grip. And, you know, I, I remember in particular, you know, watching singers struggle as they stand and they sing and they're experiencing, you know, they report that they experience lower back pain and neck pain or, or over tensing or breathlessness and phrases. And, in speaking with teachers, you know, no technical cue seemed to, you know, do what what was needed as far as, you know, changing their voice or would always go back. And so for us, a lot of our work truly is, you know, teaching the body to work as an instrument, you know, and coming from outside of, you know, the vocal world, you know, a lot of these principles of breathing and movement, creating pressure is, is something that is utilized in the highest levels of sports, you know, and something that I do with athletes on a daily basis in my clinic. And so, 
in our level one program, we really focus on teaching the ability to teach breaking down and, you know, teaching a deep understanding of creating subglottal pressure. I mean, that is thing one, you know, the understanding of what, what the pressure canister is doing, how those things interact. And then how we, you know, the other factor is how the body interacts with the earth, you know, gravity itself. And so how we take voice users that may be struggling and standing and breaking them down and literally taking them to the ground, teaching them to sense their foot, teaching them to sense their, their body and teaching them to breathe uh, without tension in these positions. And so we can give, give them um, what we call sensory, you know, awareness of that area. And so really our, our level one program is about breaking down movements into its requisite parts and giving you know the, the vocal teacher really a diagnostic understanding of how you see uh, you know a singer doing something with their rib cage or you see maybe a head that's coming forward when you know somebody goes into a certain range why is that happening and then you know how do we utilize um, simple somatic tools to help to better cultivate breathing strategies. For us, it's, it's creating, you know, this as a preparatory strategy, the, what drills do we create? How do we give students the, the tools to recover, the tools to warm up properly, to cultivate a full breath before they begin vocalizing? And then, you know, how do we select positions for the student to sing from that is going to allow them to optimize subglottal pressure, you know, and, and take away maybe those compensations. So then we can start to move them back up to standing and sort of rebuild those capabilities. And most importantly, give the students the tools and the understanding of, you know, what is happening in their body to be able to, you know, to breathe well. And so when that starts to you know, they start to be affected by fatigue or by anxiety or whatever, they can return to some of these strategies where we put their body in a certain position, teach them certain breathing cadences and strategies to be able to reestablish really good breathing, bring down their heart rate, get them back into this sort of rest and digest or relaxed state to be able to optimize their gift. You know, level one is just all about those fundamentals and giving our students and vocal teachers practical tools that they can use in a session to immediately notice those differences. Mm -hmm. And I think being able to bring someone through positional drills, if we're just asking someone to alter or change the way that they're breathing, a lot of times we don't even realize that the rib cage itself, itself or the thoracic cage or the thorax has actually gotten into a pattern of perhaps expanding in certain areas and staying compressed in other areas. And by being able to bring them through certain drills, we're able to actually then have the body go through the alternation that it needs between expansion and compression. 100%. As an example of that, I work with operatic singers and I work with a lot of tall, very tall, gifted singers that their body shape, the length of their body is, is a gift in that it allows them certain capabilities that you know, give them the ability to operate in ranges and be very agile in their voice. But at the same time, it causes them to compensate in certain ways. And so another factor, you know, that we take into account in our program is morphology and how the way somebody's built or, you know, height or, you know, there the, are the, the certain things that have happened in their life affect their voice because your body is different than my body, you know, and being able to look at that and being able to make inferences based upon that is another factor. And an example of that might be a taller a singer that, you know, might have ribs that are maybe longer or longer torso, you know, maybe more biased to ribs that close 
in a certain way, as opposed to my wife, who is five two. You know, she's a little bit shorter, so their properties are going to be different. You know, and the taller singer, what I find often is that they are going to maybe when they compensate, bias themselves into a more sway back position where they, they're going to drop their torso down as a strategy to help to control their center of gravity. So for that singer, you know, we might want to place more emphasis on, you know, a certain position, like maybe getting them into a sideline position, working on opening up their ribs, you know, and so we can better expand. Whereas, you know, a singer that's a little bit shorter, you know, may be biased into ribs that stay open a little bit more. And so for that singer, they might have more use in a a position where we put them on all fours and we're working on a more active breathing strategy to close their ribs a little bit more. And again, what we're trying to do is just cultivate the best breathing mechanism possible, but taking those differences into account is a really big deal. Yeah, absolutely. So some of the details of our course, we have 80 in-person hours. So we have four in-person seminars each 20 hours. We have weekly practical sessions that are online and we have a beginner and an advanced level. We will have recording of the teacher's case studies and we will have a case study class as well, as well as, of course, the passing of level exams and of a final practical exam, which is, of course, in any program. And we have been working very hard on building our manuals. So our level one manual, I think, is about 150 pages. It is, in my opinion, one of the most informative writings really of this topic. So I don't know, at some point, we'll probably turn it into an actual book outside of the manual. But it is, in my opinion, just absolutely incredible. So we are beginning our first level one in New York City in October, October 6th through 8th. The in-person seminar is set up to meet Fridays from 530 to 930. And then Saturday and Sunday, nine to six. And then we also have two weekends set up in Florida, a level one and a level two in February. And of course, you can check out all of that information on our website, pmreducation.com. And we also have a freebie video. We did put together a pilot and we have a 90 minute webinar and practical from that, as well as a few practical sessions uh, involved in that video. And then we also will have a preview of a couple chapters of our manual. So if you want to go ahead and check that out, just sign up for our newsletter and go ahead and get that content to kind of check out more information on what performance movement restoration is. Chris, any, anything else you'd want to mention? Oh, let's just chat, chat briefly, kind of. We chatted, talked about level one, and then, of course, we actually have four in-person levels. So just a kind of a brief overview of where we're going with the program. Yeah, and I mean, really, this seminar is based upon our experiences, and we want it to be very much based upon practical application and the ability to understand and utilize this information. And a lot of this is going to be, you know, taking somebody from – you know, the very beginning, breaking movement down all the way up to a very high level, because the other components that, um, you know, our our program covers are things like um, aerobic endurance, 
um, CO2 tolerance, really breaking down all of the singer's physical needs to be able to perform at a very, very high level. And so what I often say is, you know, we want to we want to raise the floor initially by giving the singer the tools necessary uh, to be able to recover and do self-care and cultivate a, a, an amazing breathing strategy. But then through our levels, you know, teaching the ability to raise the ceiling, teaching greater endurance, teaching the ability to gain strength, teaching the ability to hold on to optimal posture as you move through a performance. All of those things, you know, are based upon the same principles. In level one, you're going to gain the tools necessary to be able to immediately impact the voice, immediately give the singer tools to be able to, you know, really notice a huge difference. But then level two, three, and four, we're just getting the singer up to standing positions. We're getting them moving. And then eventually we're adding load, we're adding speed, we're adding aerobic challenge. So then we have a potent, not only recovery and somatic mechanism, but also even a vocal fitness mechanism that is specific to the voice that allows them to gain this, this really great ability to move and to breathe and to almost have the endurance of like a diver would, you know, to, to be able to have, you know, the ultimate performance capabilities to optimize their instrument. And so in our levels, we literally take you from, you know, non-weight bearing supported positions to help to improve breathing and body control all the way up to super high level movement and understanding things like squatting, hinging, and how those shapes are going to affect performance on stage. So, you know, we really run the gambit with that. And we're really excited to kind of bridge this gap and give, you know, the holistic vocal teacher really a, a, a full understanding of how these things relate to one another and how they can be applied easily and optimally in the vocal studio. Yeah. And this is so important as we have seen the demands on the industry. So within the music theater on Broadway and within the operatic on the operatic stage of what the artists are being asked to do physically. And so providing the artist with these concepts and with these drills, I think will be just a game changer for the industry and for the artists up on stage. And they'll find, you know, they'll, they'll feel like they can actually meet the demands of what's being asked of them by their choreographies or by their directors without the concern of getting injured. 100%. And, you know, just kind of close us out by saying these principles are based upon all performers. We believe that performers are athletes, you know, I mean, it, it's the athleticism that is required, you know, to do the things that are, you know, in musical theater and in, you know, athletic operatic singing are both vocally and physically are, are demanding. And we want you know, the work that we do to reflect that. And one thing that I say to singers is that everything that you do matters more. What you do to your body, how you prepare your body, you know, the, the inputs and the outputs. And, and we want, through this work, we're providing the singer these things. And we feel that this is best practice for a long and healthy career, but also as an advantage for the singer throughout their career. And so we want to we want to impart this to vocal teachers because it is so important, you know, and it is something that prepares singers and, and prepares performers for the demands, for the increasingly athletic demands of today's of, of operatic and musical theater for today. So we're really excited to bring this um, to you and kind of bring this from the world of, you know, athletic performance and, you know, all these somatic disciplines and put this together into a really comprehensive program that can be implemented in the vocal studio. Yeah. 
Excellent. So we are excited. We hope that you are interested in checking out Performance Movement Restoration. We, of course, have our program, but we are absolutely um, excited to collaborate with different universities and faculties. So please go ahead and give us a contact, check out the website, and join us at Performance Movement Restoration in October in New York City or in Florida in February. And of course, we'll have more levels coming up as well as more level one classes. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell your colleagues, students, and friends. Subscribe, rate, and please write a review. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook, and feel free to check out my website at www.thevisceralvoice.com for information on programs and upcoming events. I hope you join us next time for another wonderful conversation on The Visceral Voice.